We welcome Luke Nicholas to our Shop of the Week conversation. Luke, congratulations. And, you know, one of the things that I always like, talking to guys who were role players a year ago into your senior season, you started to emerge as one of the top weapons. When you have the opportunity to be successful early on, Luke, what does that mean for you, putting in all of that hard work over the last two years and, and obviously winning that state championship a year ago, being a part of a, a wide receiver room that had Jackson Coker and Mason Mangum and, of course, Jaden Greathouse? What does it mean to be so successful early on through four games? It means a lot because um, I easily saw myself grow over these three years. And I'd say the biggest thing I took away from it was be, being able to like observe observe these players because they had such great leadership. I learned so much from them. I, I wouldn't be anywhere without them today. They taught me all the skills I have now. I will tell you what Coach Dodge has pretty much said week in and week out, and you've been the most productive offensive player twice in four games. In one game, you got more points for just doing your job without the ball two weeks ago against San Marcos, where you blew up the stat chart, won it again, or I should say earned it again. And that is the dynamic that I think a lot of people miss about the goal board. It doesn't necessarily have to do with who scores the most touchdowns or who has the biggest yards. It's all about doing your job. Take us through that. One thing that probably excites me more than getting the ball is probably blocking just because I love to hit people. I love being physical. It gets me super hype, and it's almost more rewarding than a touchdown or even a catch. Like two weeks ago when we were playing midway, I had this double block where I got these two dudes on the ground, and I was more hyped about that than any touchdown I've had this season so far. I love playing without the ball. I think that playing without the ball is pretty important, especially not just me, but everyone else around me should be playing without the ball. I think it also fosters a culture, and I think it really has started with a guy like Jackson Coker, because I remember the last couple of years, the whole sideline just erupting when he put a dude on the ground. I, I think that culture has progressed into this year. Do you see yourself and guys like Nicholas Watanabe and, and, and those guys that have been around a long time that you have something to protect there in the wide receiver core, that, that that physicality of play has to stay right where it is? Jackson was the most physical receiver I've ever played with. He taught me a lot when it comes to blocking, but Nicholas, he's also a great blocker. Bryce, Jaden. Coach Rogers talks about all the time how it, how important it is to be physical. Coach Dodge, of course, he talks about that every day. I, th I think it's something that most people don't see. I remember after we played the semifinal game last year, Coach Rogers had told us that their coach was like, dang, I mean, how do you get such physical receivers? My receivers don't even get five yards off the ball. But, yeah, I think it's definitely a culture. I think that it's – brought into Westlake and I think it's it's something that is a great thing for the program. I think also it, it really shows you how much investment there is mm -hmm. at to the success of the offense, not just the individual success. I think a lot right. of people look at the stat sheet and they go, okay, well, Jaden Greathouse, or they look at recruiting and go, oh, wow, Cade Klubnick. I think it really comes with the success of how the receivers respond. It's almost like you guys are the really fast offensive linemen when it comes to the run game. And, and that's really your role is to be able to utilize the opportunity to spark big runs plays. I want to take you back to game one because I mean, it was yeah, no more. First play, of the, first play of the season. Yeah, first play of the season. Take us through that from your perspective. I mean, they call an outside run out. I was itching to block that safety. I blocked that safety. Nicholas had a great block on the outside. 
I see the safety start getting away from me. So I'm like, oh, crap, this guy's going to make the tackle. I see Zane just fly right by me, touchdown. There's a great moment in the end zone where all of y'all collectively meet. I mean, you see Zane, you see Jaden, you come in at the very end. There's a, that great scene where all of y'all are celebrating. I don't think people understand how unique it is for the receivers to be celebrating with a running back on a 76-yard oh, yeah. run. You guys just sprinted down the field to celebrate. What was that yeah, like? And it, it's so rewarding. It's not just like you scored the touchdown. It's like everyone on the team. It's not just you. It's so much time invested through the offseason. Hey, we made it in the end zone. Let's, let's get hype. But I love celebrating in the end zone. There's nothing better than that. It's a great feeling. You know, I know you grew up and, and have some connection to Austin High. What, what's the one thing that you, that you think drove you to, number one, play football, but number two, come to Westlake? I had a bunch of friends over at Austin High who we would always play football at recess, all that. Charles, my best buddy. I have of Austin High's team. I know all those guys. I love being competitive, and I, I thought Westlake was so, like, intimidating almost in that it was like a good environment for me for me to be around the tradition a great community I thought that was something that was great for me like it's not only just the football that's competitive but it's like the nature of the whole school is competitive I think that's just where I belong and speaking of competition I think in practice we we've talked about this with coach Dodge over the course of the weeks he's talked about it at quarterback club practice has been the competitive spot when it comes to one-on-ones seven-on-seven Mookie Taff we've talked to Lucas Maru we've talked to these guys that that compete against y'all a couple weeks ago I said Mookie what what's the one thing that you love most he's like I love driving coach Dodge crazy when we're d'ing up those wide receivers to me when you're going up against arguably one of the best defenses in the state it makes that competition rise up to a level where it's almost like the games are are a little bit easier but what is that competition like from your perspective as you go through a week to week and day to day of practice and then go out on the field on Friday those guys have to make you better how I look at competition is basically I'm gonna work as hard as I can to make the person in front of me better the the level of competition during our practice is obviously super high and that's that's why we're successful because I mean, no one wants to be the loser on the ground or drop the pass. Everyone's competing at every second of practice. That's just super important. I think also it breeds the competition and allows y'all to become teammates. I know in COVID, it's been very difficult to create camaraderie with the offense because you're so separated. We talked to Coach Salazar about that, and he said, look, offense is in its little bubble, defense is in its little bubble, and it's not because we want to be. It's because we have to be with the week off. And with all the things that have come with overcoming COVID and all of the protocols, just to be able to step on the field and number one, practice, but also number two, play. How do you guys manage that during the game? Because Coach Salazar said, look, these guys really don't see each other all that much Mm -hmm. or don't have much interaction until the game. Is that weird or is it something that you've gotten used to? I make the most out of every time I get with these people. I mean, even if it's in Zoom, I'm always trying to pay attention and always ask questions. This year has been very weird. I'll say that being a senior, I know most of the people on the team, to be fair. I think we've done a great job this year of kind of coming together as a team. We really seem like we're comfortable with each other. We got a lot to go, though. There's a comfort level that I think everybody seems to have. Mookie talked about this a couple of weeks ago. He's like, look, we we hang out with one another, but it is in our bubble. We are very much mindful of what our coaches are telling us. And he was quick to point out, we are following this protocol to the T because our coaches understand how important it is. They've drilled it in us. You win the game against San Marcos. You're 2-0 in district play. You're cruising, going into Bowie. 
and then all of a sudden on Sunday and into Monday, that game's gone. Is it now more of a reality to you than it was before? Definitely. Um, I, I didn't see that week off coming at all. It's good we got it rescheduled and everything, but it definitely frustrated me in a way. I didn't want to miss a whole week of practice. I think that could hurt us. It was definitely frustrating. I, I didn't like it. But on the flip side, practice, according to Coach Dodge, has been awesome this week. Even though it's been a little chilly, it's been, yeah. it's been good. To talk to us about practice coming off that bye week. We actually have had a really good practice this week. The energy has been nothing to where I thought it would be. I thought it would be low. You know, Everyone seems to be excited to be back and ready for this, this game tomorrow. So with the power of Zoom, I get to see inside your your room there. Last week, I saw Earl Campbell jerseys, a Texas flag, and and, and Mookie's room is decked out. But I see yeah. right over your shoulder that, that framed Westlake State Championship jersey, along with that medal. Being a junior on last year's team, what I found interesting as I interview seniors and captains, guys in leadership roles like yourself, that there is a hunger that I never expected to see. I, I view this as, hey, that was not our team, even though we won it all, even though we have a ring, and even though that's that trophy's in our in our trophy case. And the seniors of 2020 and 2021, the, you guys seem to have a lot more hunger than you did a year ago. And that could be dangerous for a lot of teams in Texas. What sets up my hunger was being on, on, on varsity my sophomore year, just falling short. I remember that, that last play against Westbrook. I sat there and I just cried. I, I couldn't imagine just the, the season ending and saying goodbye to Taylor Anderson and Chip Graham, all those guys who I love so much. They set the foundation for me. They've made me more hungry than I've ever been in my life, and I'm doing it for them. The second the euphoria wore off, did you start thinking about 2020 immediately after after winning the state championship when all of it had kind of processed out and you really started thinking about it? Wow, we get to come back and do this again. Did that ever oh, enter yeah. your mind? The second it did, I was like, we're going to be back next year. I was actually talking to Snoop about it. He took a picture of me and Cade, posted it on Instagram saying repeat uh, next year. I got to work right that spring and had the mentality that we were just we're some state champions and we're going to be back. Your coach is a very enigmatic interesting guy. Coach Rogers is a unique individual with how he prepares. Obviously, he's been a long time a coach for, for Coach Dodge. As I've gotten to know him, or as well as I can anyway, what is his main goal in the wide receiver room each and every week? What is he telling you day in and day out that some of us out here might not know? There's something he leaves us off every single day. I mean, he always tells us that he loves us and appreciates us more than that we will ever think. His main thing is he loves seeing people's head get knocked back. He loves the physicality, you know. I mean, that's his, honestly, I could say that's his biggest thing. There's actually a funny story from last year. All the guys had this mentality that Coach Rogers was this badass that was knocking heads and pancaking people. One Saturday, we were sitting in the office he kind of just was talking about blocking and mentions that he really wasn't the biggest dude. He was like pretty soft. We had been mistaken for like a whole year and a half, whether he was actually physical. I, I thought that was funny, but it was just a good moment. That was one of the best moments. He has gone to great lengths to keep his NFL career a secret. Has any of the wide receivers since you've been on the varsity able to been find video of him as a wide receiver to know how good he actually was? No, but I looked him up and there's this article about him saying he's 
on he could be arguably the best player in the Southeastern Conference. He was like, no, man, that's a lie. There's no arguing. <laughs> <laughs> there are guys that, you know, just would like to stay on the under the radar. Definitely him. He, I never would have thought he would be in the NFL or he was playing in college. He never brought it up for like the first year I was on varsity. And then I finally figured it out. And they say that players are representation of their coaches. And even with guys like Mason and with Jaden, you, Nicholas, all these other guys that have, that have been through the wide receiver core, a very important component of the, the Todd Dodge offense, if you will. To me, it seems like nobody is interested in being a star. Everybody is interested in just doing the work. And it sounds yeah. very similar to how Kirk Rogers is. Coach Rogers always tells us to do our job. Don't try it. Do too much. You know, just focus on what you need to do and execute that. I know getting ready for a football game, Luke, is, is a different beast during COVID. And I know that you're just grateful to get out there on the field. Now that you're back into practice, now that you're getting a chance to step on the field on Friday night, how does it change your approach? Does anything change mentally for you? Are you even more focused because you're grateful? Or is it something that it's so routine for you now after three seasons, you mm -hmm. just know how to prepare yourself? It's pretty routine for me to say the less, but the biggest factor this year has probably been like our crowds and stuff. I love to run out and see, you know, those people cheering for us, but I've had to be more reliant on myself, you know, getting myself ready, but I really haven't had any trouble with that. I'm pretty good with that. Did you play Pop Warner? Yes, and I actually have a pretty funny story. I hated Westlake more than anything. <laughs> they, I mean, I, I could spend a whole week talking about how much I hated them back in the day. I actually got ejected from our Pop Warner game sixth grade year because I had uh, hit one of the players after a play, and they tossed me out. But we won that game. That's all I'm hyped about. I get clowned about it all the time. 30 dudes who were on that team seeing me get ejected. Well, that's about the height of the Austin High-Westlake rivalry. Obviously, Lake Travis was a part of that rivalry, but, you know, you drill down to that Westlake-Austin High rivalry in, in any sport. It still resonates a little bit, and it's it's got to be an interesting feeling being on the other side of that, and especially with a ring already. Oh, yeah. But I think it also shows you your commitment and your maturity to be able to kind of put that stuff away and, and be a part of the team that you're on. It, it definitely was hard at first to... It was super weird, like adjusting to being in the Westlake culture. And everything. I, I don't regret one bit of it. I guess you kind of understand what it's like. You know, maybe you get signed with OU and then transfer to Texas or you're playing for the Red Sox and then you get traded to the Yankees. Is it that level of, wait a minute, what am I doing here? What are these colors about? <laughs> what? Why am I wearing yeah. red, white, and blue? I went to this this middle school and they begged me and begged me to stay there and I remember the head coach saying that I would never start at Westlake at any position. I took that to account and worked my ass off and look where I am now. You got a ring and you're going for another one. He's Luke Nicholas, our Shap of the Week, and we really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for doing this. Yes, sir.